Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Another day, another quarterback potentially missing games. What a season it is for those of you who own some of the top quarterbacks in fantasy. We'll fight through it, figure it out. We'll do it together. We'll also have a little Florida man. Fantasy Sports Today starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. And welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today here on this Wednesday, September 18th, 2019. I am Craig Mish. She is Joe Pizapia. You can follow us on Twitter at Craig Mish, at Joe Pizapia17. Sean Guastamacchia producing this program once again today here at high noon on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And uh, Joe, if as if we didn't think yesterday when we left the show there would be another quarterback being missing. This is uh, the most incredible season, I think, that we've literally ever seen in terms of quarterbacks, which facetiously of course tells me you got to start preparing for your fantasy football draft in may now joe you got to you got to move it back two months to have these sort of things happen to be prepared <laughs> you know how i feel about that throw it all well, away you know, throw it all well, away you, you, can't, you don't throw it all the way because oh, this is oh, why because if you prepared oh, properly and you had daniel jones <laughs> you on your bench properly Hold on a second. Hold on. I have Daniel Jones on my bench as my third quarterback in a lot of two quarterback leagues or my fourth quarterback in some of those leagues because I knew this was coming with the Giants sooner than later. And looking at the age of the QB1s, too, when you got guys like Breeze, Roethlisberger, Brady, there was always the chance that somebody could, you know, start to fall off physically or something could happen there. There was a lot of risk in quarterback. To me, what made me laugh the most was the running narrative out there all summer long that Patrick Mahomes is going to regress. Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be the QB one again. Patrick Mahomes can't possibly repeat what he did, to which I just laugh and and make fun of because that's what they said about Todd Gurley. He couldn't constantly score any more touchdowns than he did two years ago, and then basically he did last year, and he was hurt, and it didn't matter. So what this reminds you of is preparing early is okay. Drafting early is dangerous, and I think that's the difference. You want to talk about drafting early versus preparing early? No, you prepare because the more knowledge and depth you have, the more you can stay ahead of the curve. Oh, stop. Move oh, stop. On. Move on. Come on. Move You're the on. guy thinking about baseball in, in That's December, right, and that's what we should be doing. Oh, no, no, no. You shouldn't be. No, 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 no. I'm not. Pre- I, no one should be preparing for fantasy baseball. And listen, we're going to turn this over. To I got news get- for you. All they want to do is buy the Black Book. Janu- if the Black Book is now January 1st for baseball, I get hate mail. Of course, because, they're, because baseball fans are sickos as opposed to football fans who, you know, they – it's a little different. It's a little, and I'm, and look, there are more there are more people playing fantasy football than there are playing fantasy baseball. It's not even close. It's like an eighty twenty ratio, if that. Yes. It's probably even less. Uh, but the passionate people are are 
are in the baseball community. I mean, the more passionate because and by the way, there's a huge player pool in baseball as opposed to football. We're talking about the same eight to ten dudes on this show every day. I mean, that's that I there's, think there's a difference. To, I, I'd say this the growing number of dynasty leagues. Um, the way the college football is being presented now, the way the draft over the last decade has become such a big, just enormous fiasco and event. I actually think you're seeing a growing people of very serious 24 hour a day, 365 fantasy football players, too, which, again, I granted that drafting early and having all these leagues that start in July and things like that. That's that's crazy because you just you can't prepare for all of this, but you can prepare in the sense of understanding the knowledge of schemes. You can prepare in terms of the personnel on these teams, because I think if you are more prepared, you are more ready for the names that you need to pick up off the waiver wire or maybe be proactive, even more importantly, on the waiver wire. But the Cam Newton thing is another one. Everybody knows I am the least Cam Newton fan on the planet. Everybody who listens to me on the Black Book Show, everybody who's been I am never a Cam Newton fan, never have been, never will be. Um, uh, my, By the way, did you see that of all the memes? I don't know if this, you saw this one. My favorite one was with the Bobushka was uh, Cam Newton looks like Scooby-Doo dressing up on the plane to go to Spooky Island to pretend he's a human oh, being. That's a good one. I, like I love that. that one. That was yeah. my favorite of all of them. But look, yeah, here you are. And, and more importantly, Craig, what does this do to your boy CMC? Um, it probably hurts him a lot if Cam Newton isn't going to play. Yeah. I mean, it would be a significant, um, setback for sure. It would zap a lot of his value. No doubt. I mean, if, if, if that's the way that we're trending here and it certainly seems there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's Kyle crazy. Allen's an undrafted free agent. Will Greer's not ready yet. It's a bad spot right now. It'd be it's terrible. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely would be. But again, something that you couldn't have predicted at all. I mean, Newton could be horrible and, 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 uh, McCaffrey could still be great. But without McCaffrey, without Newton at all, that that completely changes the dynamic. Is and again, things that you absolutely can't predict going into a season. It no, but you know what makes muscle. me laugh? What makes me laugh is that it's the same thing that happens. And I'll make a baseball analogy, which is this happens in the closer position too. You, most leagues, you don't need a lot of them. It depends on the format you're of playing. Of course, in. it's the biggest overdrafted position in. It's fantasy the overdrafted in the middle. That's where I get I get frustrated with people. It's like, why aren't you taking? Why are you taking Cody Allen here? When you could take all these guys who play every day with this guy who impacts your lineup 40, 50 times a, a year, maybe. And that drives me absolutely batty. If you want to go to the top for Mahomes, there's a reason that he's the oh, best. Oh, there's no you, top for closers either. Not anymore, but there was for a while. It, there was a class there with the Chapman Kimbrell group for a couple years there. And you you agree. I, I mean, you no. have to go back a couple years, but it was there and it was consistent no. for two or three years. No, never. Because, <laughs> because, because what it would always be, Joe, is that you're giving, you're, you're being too anecdotal here. You're not putting in the names that were also considered with those two players that you mentioned who were busts. And so you can't it's not fair in baseball to say there was always Chapman. There was always Kimbrell, because in that category, if we go back and look, you know, Mark Melanson would be that one year that everyone oh, thought Mark Melanson, Melanson never had the K rate of those guys. Come on. Blake Trinan. Was he in the top category this year? Of not in my universe. No. Oh, stop. He was. He was in everybody's. All right. Well, show me your rankings in the fantasy black book for okay, closures sure. going into the season. And Blake Trinan, Tim and, does and, and is, and is uh, Blake Trinan going to no, be in I'm the saying, top five? I'm not yeah. saying that's the case now. I'm saying go back a couple years. I'm making, I, I'm, I will. I'm and, I'll, and I'll show you that there are guys that are paired up with the two names that you mentioned that were considered elite closers going into the season. This is fact. All right. Listen, I Kenley Jansen, he was elite, right? So was Chapman, sure. But then you're then there's going to be another name in your 2016 black book that was ranked third overall. That was oh, I'm sure, but I'm not talking about that. Those are the names that once you uh, you're you're making the point for me. The point being, there are there's a very elite tier. There's a super elite tier at a position like this, and then a single quarterback league. Anytime you go reach for anybody in the middle, you're taking a bit of a risk. So if you don't get the the guy who is the clear cut favorite guy. 
the best thing you could do is wait and let it come to you or play the waiver wire for it. And if you're playing the waiver wire for quarterback, uh, it's been terrific this year because you probably picked up Josh Allen. You maybe even picked up Lamar Jackson, possibly. It's been incredible. So I think that's just the reminder. And and this is also why the two quarterback Superflex format is so challenging, because if we are going to have injuries at that position, my goodness, does that change the landscape? That's usually the thing that has less of attrition. But with the age of some of these quarterbacks and some of these offensive lines this year, all of a sudden it became a little bit more, uh, a skeptical of a spot. Yeah, I'm in big trouble, by the way, in the Superflex League. I'll tell you what, uh, coming oh, up in no. our waiver wire segment. Yeah, I think I'm in, uh, I, I was very aggressive and, and I think it may end up costing me. I may end up with Kyle Allen starting this week. I may have no choice, but that's a story for another segment, uh, so to speak. Uh, by the way, real quick, uh, some news of the day, real quick, Joe. Uh, Deshaun Jackson looked like he's going to be out. Alshon Jeffries in doubt. And so that certainly changes the Eagles dynamic going into this week, doesn't it? Yeah. Also, the Eagles haven't had a rusher of 50 yards or more yet. They have not had a rushing game of 50 yards. So this is not good. They're not good for the balance of the offense. We'll see if Whiteside can step up and Aguilar can step up. But for now, uh, I think the Eagles are a team that's very much in trouble. Yeah. And by the way, what happened with the whole Vinatieri story? I see the Colts are working out kickers today. What, what, I mean, what, happened, what happened with that? I don't know. I mean, to me, if the guy's heart's not in it, why do you want him on the field? And I don't know you don't want him to go out like that, but... This isn't new. That's that's the thing. I know I sound like a broken record, but this isn't new. This happened last year in the playoffs where we missed big kicks, which is very unvinitary like. And maybe it's a combination of confidence, maybe along with the age and wear and tear. But at a certain point, none of us are what we were. I mean, you and I keep getting better with age, like whiskey that's and wine. True. That's, that's true. But, you know, for athletes, everybody has an expiration date. Everybody's got that time where their career is over. Like Deion Sanders said, everybody at some point in time, everybody's going to retire. Even yep. Tom Brady. <laughs> Do you? Uh, is it going to be painful for you when Vinatieri goes in uh, the Hall of Fame as a member of the Colts? Or is that are you going to be? Oh, right come with on! Like that's going to happen? For sure. No. You way. know he's played a lot longer with the Colts than he has with the Patriots. I don't right? care. Yeah, with all those rings he has for the Colts. It's going to be a painful day for you. All right, we'll take a quick time out here on the show. We got the opening drive next here on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. Making the trade for Minka Fitzpatrick with the Dolphins. Yeah, they give up their first-round pick next year, but I think it's a good move. Just a year ago, Minka Fitzpatrick was the 11th overall pick in the first round out of Alabama. Will the Steelers win enough games for that pick to be in the 20s, in the late teens? I think they will. I'd gladly give up a first-round pick for a proven commodity in Minka Fitzpatrick for an unknown in a college football player. Watch live weekdays 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV, channel 719. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road, and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract they've helped thousands of people and they're a plus rated with a bbb so if you feel scammed get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed call n-o-w 800-804-7060 800-804-7060 that's 800-804-7060 What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? 
Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Fantasy Sports Today presents First play from scrimmage The opening drive The first play of the game From the opening play And all the way for a touchdown And welcome back This is Fantasy Sports Today Craig Mish along with Joe P. It's time for the opening drive Here on this Wednesday September 18th, 2019. Thanks for listening to the show live. If you're listening on the FNTSY app or you're listening on iHeartRadio or TuneIn, don't forget you can also listen to us in podcast form by downloading the app called Stitcher or listening to us wherever your podcasts are played, Google, Android, as well as the iTunes Store, which you can subscribe to our show, get it sent to you every single day. And a two-hour program, one hour, one hour, 12 to 1, 1 to 2, however you want to listen to us, however you can listen to us, we certainly appreciate the support. Let's start off with first down in the NFL this week, Joe. The lines are now official, and a lot of the contests that I'll be participating in, the lines are official too. Two teams in the NFL favored by more than 20 points, Patriots and Cowboys. I'm going to guess this has happened before, and I'm not just going to live in the moment here, but I just don't recall this happening ever. So I'm going to guess we'll go back and see that it did, but I don't remember it ever happening. Two in the same week, I find that hard to believe. I mean, the only thing I could possibly imagine – if you go back to that perfect Patriot season, maybe there was two games lining up there where they were favored by a giant amount against Buffalo or a bottom feeder team at the time. And then on top, like remember they had that Sunday night football game, I think where they won 52 to 10 or something like that. I think they were favored by 20 in that game or something to that effect. Or maybe like gray show on turf. Like I'm trying to think of it's got to be prolific offenses combined with bottom feeder teams. So we'd have to go back and look, but regardless, we're living in the now. And I don't know if that's more concerning or the fact that I'm not at all worried that these teams can both cover because I think the Jets are going to get pounded and I, with that defense, especially of the Patriots and the Cowboys at home. I mean, now Miami is going to lose Micah Fitzpatrick, now travel to Dallas, and Dallas hasn't played anybody yet, really. So this is going to be fascinating to see all those Cowboy fans after they're 3-0 puffing their chest out. Let's see when they play a real team and see what happens, but... I don't know, Craig. I feel pretty comfortable about these numbers. Do you? Mm, not really. I don't. I don't like laying big points in the NFL either way. But I know we I mean, said that last week, and then <laughs> well, well, I mean, listen, Baltimore, well, Baltimore was you know Baltimore's two touchdown favorites over uh, Arizona. They did not. Well, that was, that was that was ludicrous. I thought that was complete overstretch last week. Complete overstretch. Okay, that's well, the danger. Well, of either way, it's it's very dangerous laying that kind of points in the NFL. So in general, I don't do it. Uh, second down, uh, C.J. Anderson, the hero for the Rams late in the season last year when Todd Gurley was fading a little bit, uh, ended up saying he wanted to play this year. Congratulations to him. He ended up getting signed by the Lions, and there were some folks that thought that he could cut into carry on Johnson's time. They ended up cutting Riddick instead, so C.J. Anderson made the team, and two weeks later, Joe, he's done. 
So the question is, is C.J. Anderson made his last carry in the NFL, a very inauspicious career, of course, a lot of high expectations. And and really, he performed his best when everyone thought he was done last year. But you think it's over for him at this point? He did. I have a very funny history with C.J. Anderson because the year he had that giant, you know, season with Peyton Manning off the waiver wire, every single publication, every single one of them, whether it be a rack magazine or rankings or whatever it is, had C.J. Anderson in the first round going by the end of the first round. Black Book did not. Black Book had him as a third round pick. And I took so much heat for that in the book. And people were like, how do you do that? Blah, blah, blah. Get the offense. I'm like, no. There's a lot of other things at play here and a couple of really good stretch of games, kind of like Damian Williams last year, which is another guy Blackwood was sour on, does not necessarily make you that early of a good investment. And to answer the question, I, I would say it's not his last carry in the NFL because as somebody who's active right now, we know the war of attrition of the NFL season. So they're going to have another 15, 16 weeks here where they're going to need, somebody's going to need a running back and he could show up. So I'm not going to say it's his last carry, but I think this is the end of him having any fantasy relevance whatsoever. It was shocking he did last year. It happened. It was a thing. I'm surprised that they went this route. But for Carry On Johnson owners, this is the thing now. I got I got offered Carry On Johnson and Frank Gore for David Johnson. Would you do that trade if you were me? Mm. Full PPR league. Yes. Yes. Mm. I know you're a Frank Gore fan. So that's I, not even I, that. I'm I'm a little worried about uh, David Johnson's catches now after two weeks. I, th- I thought that he'd be a focal point of. Well, the, the first week was good. The second week he came out with an injury, so that's why I'm a little. I'm hesitant. I to would make do the deal. Move. Yeah, I would do the deal. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. I, I think I think there's a good chance at this point. Carry on Johnson outperforms David Johnson the rest of the season, and you get Gore. Yeah, so I guess J.D. McKissick is now the next guy up, you know, um, in terms of running back depth on that team. Oh, but, for the uh, Lions? Yeah. yeah, just trying to look at the depth chart and see who's oh, left no, there. If, if on Johnson is healthy, he'll grade out as a running back, too. I think now he will. Good. Now he will. And and good for and good for him. They, that's that's where they should be going. I mean, that's where they should be going as an organization. Yeah, yeah I mean, health is the only issue with him. All right, uh, third down, the grandson of Carl Yastrzemski, Mike Yastrzemski, homers at Fenway last night. What a great moment that was for baseball with uh, his granddad, Carl, on the field before the game. And, of course, Mike Yastrzemski, Joe, has played on a number of different teams and organizations, including the Orioles. And uh, Carl's kind of followed him around there. But, wow, what a great moment last night seeing him hit that home run. Unbelievable. And a great job by the fan base in Boston, too, giving the standing ovation. I thought that was, you know, that's kind of what you were hoping for. And you could see as he was rounding third, you could see everybody standing up and, and applauding. And I just, that's that's nice. Like, that, those are those feel-good baseball moments. And baseball's really capitalized on them. I saw it on social media this morning. I was scrolling through. And it's funny because you look at the season Yastrzemski's had, shocking to me. Because when you look at the minor league stats, I didn't see this guy being a 20 home run guy. People ask me, should I pick up this guy? I was like, oh, maybe if you're desperate for outfield. I didn't think anything of him, really. But even in DFS, Chris Meany and I on the on the uh, Line Star show, he became a guy there when the Giants had that hot streak in the summer where we were on him. And we said, look, you, you keep pounding the table here. He's like 3.2K on FanDuel every day. Sometimes he was like 2-9 and just, hey, just keep pounding it because the guy's hitting bombs. So maybe it was a matter of him getting the right organization and then somebody seeing something in the swing and, and fixing it for him because he looked kind of like a career minor leaguer. And if no matter what now, I think that's a beautiful moment in his baseball career he could take with him. You home run with the name Yastrzemski on the back of your jersey in Fenway Park and you get a standing ovation from the home crowd and you're an opposing player. I don't know if it gets better than that, man. Yeah, and for him, he gets a chance, at least I would say next year, to try to win a starting job with the Giants, which is just something that you never would have thought would have happened. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's been, thirty years old too. He's yeah, he's been let go by a lot of teams. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember him, uh, you know, playing with the Orioles and, and seeing him play in spring training, trying to make the job there. But look, if this is uh, the best that it gets, it's still a fantastic year from hitting twenty home runs at the big league level. And as I said, I mean, the Giants 
are kind of in that we don't want to rebuild, but we got to rebuild mode. And um, they'll have a new manager next year, so obviously he'll have to prove himself. But he goes into spring training 2020 with a chance to not just make the team, but to start. And that's not something three months ago you ever would have thought with his name. So good story for him for sure. Uh, fourth down, I don't know how you feel about Taylor Swift, but a lot of uh, Taylor Swift fans, Joe, are very upset today to see that uh, her tour, her world tour, is only going to come to the U.S. on a couple of different stops. So, uh, you know, I mean, for me, for maybe for my daughter, she'll be for upset. For me, I'm kind of happy because that means I saved some money. Uh, I don't oh, know yeah. how you see it, but uh, your kids Swifty fans? Or? Oh, huge, huge, huge fans. They got a poster in the room, the whole thing. I mean, uh, I actually took them to see Pink last year in the garden, which, by the way, if you're going to take kids or go go to a concert, just generally speaking, Man, she put on a show. She's like flying around on that rigging. She's up in the upper tank, singing upside down, flipping her. Like she's unbelievable. She sings better upside down than ninety nine percent of professional singers sing right side up. Wow! But the Taylor Swift thing definitely like that just saved us a grand. I'm sure between the two of us, without a doubt. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I like the Taylor Swift. I'm not gonna lie. I like you know if 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 the, I'm in the car by myself every now and then, a Taylor Swift song pops on. I'm gonna sing it, and I'm not embarrassed about it. I just I just wish she could find love, Craig. Why why can't she? Find yeah, it seems very difficult for her. Yeah. She's like the uh, for her. I mean, really, is it or is this the formula for her? It's like, I'm going to fall in love with that guy. She's like the Jennifer Aniston of our uh, (laughs) of the new generation. Right. Does Jennifer Aniston ever get married yet or or nothing like that? Right. Uh, She was married to Brad Pitt. Right. I know. But like she's 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 getting married to him every week. I'm at the grocery store and I'm in front of a magazine. I don't know if that's true. You got daughters. Come on. Let's not pretend. Uh, Not really. No, not really. Um, You're a liar. No, I honestly don't. Um, yeah, you don't like the uh, 1989 the, album, the latest one? Uh, well, actually, that's the latest one. That was the biggest one. The latest she got what's, the, one what's her most popular song? Oh, she's got the, the Shake it. it Off song. That's the one. She's got that's the, the one. Blank shake Space it off. song. Yeah, shake It Off. And she's I know got the country one. stuff, too, from back in the day. Like, no, I don't know anything about that. But Shake It Off, I definitely 100% have a certain. That you Belong With Me, that's a big Taylor Swift song. Yeah. What what's what's the Craig Mish groove in the car? I'm curious. Like when, uh, the, when no uh, wife, usually no kids the, in the car. Usually the hip hop rap or or classic rock. Usually one of those those two. Right. Or, or pop eighties uh, music for sure. Yeah, I got one for you. If you, if you like like hip hop soul kind of music, like that kind of jam. If uh, if you're a fan of that, Sam Henshaw, fantastic. Okay. Brand new guy, English guy. I'm telling you, man, you if you like that kind of if you like the roots or like that kind of music. Yes, I do. Yeah. Sam Henshaw, two M's. Go check him out, man. You change your world, baby. You'll love him. Okay, change my world with Joe Pizzapia. That's coming up next here on Fantasy Sports Today. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? It's hump day. Waiver Wire Wednesday. And welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia. It is a Waiver Wire Wednesday here on the show. And by the way, a thin Waiver Wire for a Wednesday if you're looking for anything outside of quarterbacks I would say very interesting night that I had I hate the fact that I have a couple of leagues that run the waiver wire on Tuesday I hate it I don't like it um, you know I, I know that there are games on Thursday but to me it is all about getting this day in this Wednesday practice day so you can figure out what to do on Wednesday and then you know make I, I just I hate leagues that run it on Tuesday I think it is just way too early you're trying to guess who's going to be healthy and who's not I want as much information as possible so that's me complaining about yet another thing. But I would say this, uh, my list here, I'll give you my list. For, I'll start off today. My list All of right, my top five waiver wire guys. I'll go DJ Chark of Jacksonville. It, it was me scrounging, by the way, to try and find players outside of quarterbacks to pick up. Uh, DJ Chark of Jacksonville, Teddy Bridgewater of the Saints. He'll be my top quarterback to pick up. Demarcus Robinson of Kansas City. I don't love him going forward, but look, you can't ignore what he did. So, look, if you if you have a hurt wide receiver, if you got Jeffrey, you got Aguilar, you got one of these hurt receivers, that's probably the best guy to pick up outside of Chark. Uh, Frank Gore, if Singletary does not play, I mean, that's it. I mean, Frank Gore is getting 25 carries this week, six, probably 60 yards, but 25 carries, 60 yards, maybe a touchdown. And then, of course, uh, Arciaga Whiteside on Philly. I still do like Wentz. I think Wentz will have some big games. Their defense isn't good. They'll be having to throw. So in a one-week scenario, or maybe two, I probably would pick him up. And some others, of course, Mason Rudolph. And also Paris Campbell on the Colts is an interesting name here. Seems to be coming on a little bit. But you will be limited with Jacoby Brissett. I don't see a lot of 300 games in his future. So 
those are my top guys. I'll tell you in a second who I ended up getting in this one league last night. But first, go ahead and give me yours. Well, the Campbell one's an intriguing one in deeper leagues, especially since the Funchess injury. <clears throat> and and actually, Brissett, I have a little bit of hope there that that's the kind of player in the slot that he will find. And actually, um, there could be a, a lot of long-term upside there on the cheap this week with him. I'm not saying it's every week. It, it could absolutely blow up and never be a thing. But I think you have to speculate on it, at least on the cheap this week, and find out if it's something that can grow over time. Because when you have a, a quarterback like Brissett downgraded from quarterback like Andrew Luck, there's going to be a little bit more of a favorable receiver kind of situation. Whereas Luck's just looking at the field, Luck's just picking out the guy and he's going to be fine. Uh, for me, I'm going to go the other route and help some other people in some of the super flex scenarios too, because obviously maybe not even super flex, maybe just QB single quarterback leagues too. And I'm going to talk with Daniel Jones being the number one waiver wire claim. Now uh, this is should have been again, as I said at the top of the show, something that you had anticipated happening early and a guy you could have gotten for zero dollars you could have drafted him with your last pick it all would have worked out fine uh, but now I think he's the guy and the reason why he is the top waiver wire quarterback for me is because of Saquon Barkley when you have a weapon like that I think it makes your job a lot easier as a quarterback and I think that that right off the gate is something you want to pay attention to and the fact that he played well in the preseason all these things are kind of going in the right direction not to mention Shepard hopefully coming back soon. Golden Tate will be back in two weeks, so a lot going on there. Mason Rudolph will be my two. Why? Because he's got the job the rest of the year. And as much as I know you prefer Bridgewater, to me, Rudolph is that dude. He can run a little bit too. He seems to be a little mobile. That's a positive as well. DJ Shark, you know, it's funny. I wrote about him. He's my number three. And I didn't want to believe it after week one. After week two, I'm a believer. And I'm mad because now it costs me money. Now, Now instead of paying a Dollar for Shark, I got to pay nine or something like that in Fab. So it pisses me off. Cole Beasley might be sitting on your waiver wire. Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley huh? is a guy that I'm telling you right now in full point PPR leagues is going to have a floor that's pretty decent every week. So if you're desperate or you're looking ahead now for bye weeks and, oh, man, I'm going to miss two receivers on a week, go get him now for nothing. I'm telling you, like the six for 70 kind of game, whether or not he scores a touchdown, probably not. But I think he can get you 12 points, and not it's not all that hard. And the last one for me is Whiteside also. He had a very good preseason. Our Sega Whiteside, I think, has a lot of upside, and I think they need a jolt, this offense right now. They need something because the O-line is playing like crap. Wentz is playing like crap. They, they need something. Maybe this kid can be it. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, I, I think I think Daniel Jones in a few weeks could end up being good. I'm not sure how he'll perform out of the box. Nobody really knows at all. Oh, Tampa's a good start. It'll yeah. you would you would think, but honestly, you don't know. Nobody knows. I mean, no, we'll, nobody we'll, knows. But we'll, you have we'll, to put your best foot forward with it and say Tampa Bay defense not great. Um, and you got to say Daniel Jones prepared in the offense quite a bit. I mean, he did take yeah, a lot of snaps. Still a rookie though, man. Still of a rookie. And, and his first yeah. start historically, uh, predicting predicting him being horrible, you'd be right nine times out of ten. I mean, that's that's the way the quarterbacks have been historically in the NFL. But maybe he's good. I don't know. It's uh, again. Um, I probably wish that I would have had the foresight to get him, but I could also see myself uh, being mad that I start him this week too. But that being said, in the Superflex League, I uh, I okay. So we ran our waivers last night, and it's the Guillotine League that I've talked to you about, where there's 16 teams in the league. So two teams are out. And now there are 14 teams left. The team that got knocked out yesterday, or excuse me, over the weekend, uh, had Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Hopkins. 
So there's a thousand dollar fab budget. Now, I don't know if I made the right call here. I think that I failed. I think that I'm going to survive another week. But I think overall, I doomed myself with what I did last night. I think I I think I now get to like week four, week five, and then I'm going to get bounced. And I but because I tried to buy myself just a week. Now, as as I've told you, I have the worst quarterbacking uh, crew in the entire league. I have Eli Manning and I have Case Keenum. And I took Haskins as my backup as opposed to Daniel Jones. So that was obviously a mistake. So last night with the $715 that I had left, I bid it all on Hopkins and I got him and I was surprised. Now, obviously, I tried for McCaffrey first. Somebody had more money. They used all their $1,000 to get McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. I was the second highest bidder on Hopkins. I didn't think I was going to get him. So now I did. So now I have Hopkins, Antonio Brown, um, and Michael Thomas. I mean, wow. you I mean, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. But I don't have a second quarterback in the Superflex League. I have none. Zero. I don't, have a, I don't know if it does either. I'm going to find out. But I think here's the problem, Joe, is that there's no quarterbacks on the waiver wire. So when Keenum has a buy, I think I'm dead. Like, so I, I, I have a question for you. Do you have uh, do you have no ability to trade in this league? No, in the form? none. OK, no. no. Um, hmm. OK, so you're you're basically picking up Allen then this week. I mean, not. Um, well, I'm going to have to tonight. I could pick up Fitzpatrick too, but or I could pick up Luke Falk. Like if if I want to go that route, but if I pick up Luke Falk or I pick up Fitzpatrick, or if I get Allen, then I would be benching Josh Gordon. He's my fourth because you again instead of the superflex, I'm only starting uh, Keenum. So then what I would have to do is bench Josh Gordon. Essentially, right now the three receivers that I mentioned, I'm starting in addition to Josh Gordon. So I'm starting Gordon and Brown. I think you can sit Gordon with the way the target share in the red for a zone quarterback, for one of those crap quarterbacks. You think? <sighs> well, because you're talking about floor points. You know, if here's the thing, Hopkins obviously that's amazing because talk about the perfect storm. Hopkins and CMC, <laughs> that team going out <laughs> in week yeah, two and Rivers, but that's a direction I should have went. I should have no, gone for I, Rivers. I disagree because I think you're going to see more quarterbacks on that waiver wire soon. And I have no money. Be, you have no money, but you can put a zero <laughs> bid, can't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, so if, as long as you can put a zero bid, you have to realize that eventually the supply and demand will start to work in your favor. You've just got to survive. So that's all you have to do. You just got to figure that out. I can't believe that nobody used all their money on DeAndre Hopkins. He's a first-round pick, and you can use uh, fast. He's the best him. receiver on the planet for me, so I don't understand. I'd use all of it, too. I would, yeah, I would like if you have $1,000, you're not going 950 at least on him. I'm I just think you can I'm, patch quarterback together for two weeks. I think, I, I think I will see. We'll see. I'm gonna, look, I still have Eli, so I can cut him tonight on the, when they run waivers again. And I can go for one of those three quarterbacks. I I did put in bids for Rudolph and Bridgewater and 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 uh, and Rivers. I didn't get well, any of them. Start to do the math too. They start out with how many teams? Twelve. Sixteen. Okay, sixteen. So now you're down to fourteen teams in the superflex, and now that's twenty eight quarterbacks started. Yeah, you're making uh, a good point here. You're right. In two or three weeks, they're going to be favorite. quarterbacks alive. Yeah, you're right. That's in next true. week, there's going to be a lot more quarterbacks. The supply and demand is going to continue. Now the problem is there's been so many injuries. But I think you could probably sneak one of these quarterbacks with a zero bid right now on your team. You should, you should put in for all of them and see what, what sticks. But the but who the, who of the, how would you rank those three quarterbacks that I just gave you? What are the three? Give it to me. Uh, Kyle Allen, mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick, Luke Falk, right? He's starting for the Jets. So those yeah. three. Yeah, that's it. <sighs> Even Minshew um, got picked up. Yeah. Um, it's right. Fun. Because Rudolph's gone now already. Bridgewater's gone. Oh, yeah. Jones, I tried. I, I bet on no, all I know. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure I'm falling properly. I'll take my shot. Allen, would you say? With Allen. Because we, we just don't yeah. know who he is. <laughs> we, well, I think, I think, yeah. Well, here's my fear with Fitzpatrick is that Rosen ends up playing. 
And that if that could happen case, this week, that's yeah, a, that that's a giant problem. And I think that's a distinct. And I don't want Rosen at all, even if he is playing. So I, I, I can understand that, but maybe that's another guy you just put in for and Ugh. see. Oh, I don't oh, want no, him. but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Maybe just maybe he get, he, they turn the key on that come Thursday in practice. And they said, you know what? Screw yeah, it. but I still don't want that guy. I think Fitzpatrick is better than Rosen. I don't think Rosen is good at all, Joe. I, I think I'm not saying he is, but he, I think they made a big whiff there. They, they very well might have, but at the same time, I think Allen right now is the guy that you feel best finishing the game. Only because I don't know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to look at the waiver. <laughs> who's why. out there as a free agent quarterback that uh, doesn't have a team right now? Like, how long before Fitzpatrick is a Jet? <laughs> like Josh McCown? Get uh, Colin Josh Kaepernick? With Philadelphia. Kaepernick? <laughs> I mean, really? Like, I, that's what I'm down already. to. And, so, and, and also, my running backs are a little bit of an issue, too, by the way, in that league. I have Gurley. And I have uh, I have to start Jackson on San Diego. I'm sorry, L.A. Uh, Mostert, who I think I'm going to sub in. I think I'm going to because I bid on him last week. I think I'm going to put Mostert in for uh, Jackson. And then I would have loved to have Singletary. You know, I have him, too. But, you know, again, same crap. He's hurt, not getting carries. So I can't start him either. So I'm, I'm and yeah, there was a lot of people are banged up and, and underperforming at running back. It's quarterback that's going to catch up with you quicker. Of course, so, yeah, if yeah. you could just just survive this week, this week. Right. You're right. I didn't think about core, that. All of a sudden, the numbers really start to work in your favor because there's going to be a lot more quarterbacks out right. there. And the decline demand won't be there, especially after this week when a lot of people bid on a third quarterback who are panicking. Yeah, so, you're, that's you're a really right. good point. If I can survive two weeks, that's four more quarterbacks that are going to be on the waiver wire that maybe I can more. Like a blind bid for five bucks. Yeah, maybe more. I got to save. A, a, I have $15 left. I think I have to save that. I think I have to bid a dollar on all three quarterbacks and, and do nothing else. But maybe two or three. All right, we've worked it through. I feel good about it. All right, all right coming yeah. up next, we will uh, talk about 10 things Joe Pizapia hates about uh, fantasy football. Don't go away. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermofiltration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Full-time fantasy. If you are in a league and all they do is go by record, tell your commissioner now. I know it's more of an off-season discussion, but bring it to his attention. Say, hey, we need to change this. The high-stakes leagues do this. The total points matter more. The schedule is random, man. Right now, you could be sitting in the league with the second most points in the league, and you're 0-2. And, yeah, it's only two games. Season doesn't end today, but you missed the playoffs. How's that fair? Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. I hate you. I don't even know you, and I hate your guts. Fantasy Sports Today presents 10 Things We Hate. And welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia here on Fantasy Sports Today. Coming up at 1 o'clock Eastern, 15 minutes from now, is the wrong team favored in the NFL. We'll go through some of the very narrow point spreads on Sunday. Joe and I will weigh in on the wrong team being favored. Is that a possibility? We'll see. Obviously, the first game is coming tomorrow night, Titans and Jaguars. But before we get to that, uh, Joe, of course, you can catch a lot of his works over on uh, his work over on fan tracks as well. And Joe has a column each week, 10 things that he hates about fantasy football. So uh, let's kind of start off with that. The really the target of our discussion for weeks has been Antonio Brown and there's no doubt that as we just talked about in the previous segment Joe I'm a Josh Gordon owner in two different leagues and now I don't know if I can even start him I I, I will say this Joe I have a feeling Josh Gordon is going to blow up regardless of Antonio Brown but I don't think it's an every week thing I think it's at a once in a while thing which is not what you drafted at the beginning of the season no, it's a spot where you have to really pay attention to the cornerback matchups now. You have to play Josh Gordon like you're a DFS player. You have to go do the homework, figure out who's matching up with AB, who's matching up with Edelman in the slot, who's matching up where, and if there's a really weak third corner, then all of a sudden, you know, Gordon makes it. And, and here's the other thing, too, is if if indeed you move up in terms of how much of the snap count goes Antonio Brown when they're in two wide receiver sets, it's going to be him and Edelman out there. So this is really there's a lot to to unpack here with the Josh Gordon value going forward but of course this could change in a moment if he ends up on the exempt list as yes you keep alluding to was going to happen at some point we'll find out but that's number one it's Antonio Brown crushing Josh Gordon's value because in some early drafts haha I got Josh Gordon real late because I thought he was going to come back and I thought that was why they didn't make a big move for a wide receiver and I was right and then a big wide receiver fell in their lap a couple weeks later, and I'm mad now. So that's number one. The second thing that I hate is the Miles Sanders share that I own. I own one of them. And every now and then I do this, which is I know I'm not going to be right about everything. Uh, I'm Craig Mish likes to point out quite a bit how fantasy that's analysts that's think they're about everything. Yeah, I know. But I'm not going to be right about everything. And I felt very strongly that Miles Sanders was going to be 
annoying and frustrating because Doug Peterson is annoying and frustrating. And guess what happened? I was right. And I'm mad because I took that one share of Sanders just in the off chance. I was wrong about it. Ugh, I hate life. All right. Yeah, it's still, it's still early, yeah. man, on Sanders. Uh, Two weeks, like man. Two the weeks. offensive line is bad. Oh, I'm just worried. And now the receivers are getting hurt, too, which makes them more. Oh, it's I hate I hate the direction the Eagles are going right now. The, you, you could smell it. You could smell seven and nine on the Eagles. Do you smell it? It's it's there. It's right there. Uh, it's, it's, it's a possibility. They have a lot of injuries and their defensive backfield does not look good. I, I think seven and nine is a little ambitious. I see eight and eight or better, but I, I could see it's not impossible. Not impossible. <laughs> Dallas looks like the class of the division. Let's not forget two games against Washington, two games against the Giants. The only so. person who used the word ambitious and seven and nine together was probably Jeff Fisher. That's the only person. He wanted to be seven and nine. Yeah. Every year. I have Sanders in an important league that I'm in. Uh, the second most money that I invested this season in fantasy, and I'm two and zero with him. It's not because I'm two. I'm, I have Lamar not because Jackson. of him. I have yeah. Lamar Jackson. Doesn't matter who else you have. If you had Lamar Jackson the first two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, I I would. I am concerned, just like you are. But I think way too early to plant that flag that he's done. I, I got to give this at least a few more weeks. I mean, I would say this: if you're giving me this on Miles Sanders and not doing it on David Montgomery, you're not being fair. So I know that you think that David Montgomery is getting all this volume and it looks great and everything, but I, I guarantee you this. And I, I know that you watch all the games. If you go back and you watch that game again and just watch his carries, you will not be impressed. You will not. You, you will say, my gosh, I thought this guy was going to be better. Again, good defense, tough place to play in Denver. Teams get tired the fourth quarter for sure. But I put this, I put Sanders and Montgomery a little bit of the same category. Montgomery a tick ahead. But after watching what I've seen after two weeks, both guys I have concerns with. So now, but at least from the carry volume standpoint of Montgomery, it's there. And at the end of the day, give me the volume and good things happen eventually. Uh, it's it's the volume of Sanders. Hope, it that's me. not true. Hopefully it's, they happen eventually. Volume and, doesn't you always also, mean the guy's good. I mean, you got to. No, gotta I'm not saying ah, nah, don't confuse good with useful. There's a big difference. There's a lot of useful, things. Everyone do, the Montgomery was a fourth round pick for most people. Fiber is useful. Doesn't mean it's good. You know what I mean? You could have that 12 nut grain okay. bread. All right. Let's move and it's on. useful, Let's but it doesn't on. mean it's good. From it doesn't mean fiber, like it. From fiber to, uh, to mono. <laughs> All right. Sam Darnold's mono pisses me off. Why? Because Le'Veon Bell is going to get a lot more touches. And that's a good thing, but also a little worrisome thing because the touchdown upside is going to be more limited because of now where we've downgraded downgraded the second time in quarterback from Trevor Simeon down another peg. Uh, so that's very frustrating. But on top of that, Le'Veon Bell, I feel like you could start to see a little of the man. And when that starts to creep in and him looking on the sideline all pissed off, I'm a little worried now things are going to go south. And by the time Darnold's healthy again, it's not going to matter. Uh, Adam Vinatieri keeps on missing kicks. Kind of talked about this before. Very I'm weird. pissed off about it. I don't like this. It's it's time, and I don't think they should talk him into play. Like, how how many guys is gonna are gonna come into Ursay's office where he's gonna have to talk out of retiring? <laughs> yeah, ob- yeah, they obviously did do that this week, right? But do you think that's the right thing to do? But they, but I don't know. But they did that, right? That's probably. That's, I guess. I guess. I mean, here's- I, mean, I mean, Stephen Holder is a really good reporter. He worked here in South Florida, and now he's he's working in Indianapolis, and. He had that report on Sunday night that Vinatieri said that he was going to have some sort of thing to say on Monday, and he never did it, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing that somebody said something to him, and he had a change of heart. I mean, look how bad the kickers are out there, too. I mean, the Jets just brought in another kicker, too. too. That's, that's, That's I think, really more to the point. It's like, hey, look, 
you, you can't leave us high and dry this week. You know, we only have a couple of days to work guys out and all that stuff. I, I can understand from that point of view, but the end is nigh, which is a great expression. It's overused, but still great. Uh, DJ Shark is a thing. Number five. Ugh, mad because there's a part of me last week that was like, yeah, you know what? I should take a flyer here in some of these deeper leagues on this guy because maybe Minshew and Shark is going to be a thing. And I was like, yeah, forget it. Yeah, it's probably one off. I don't want to chase week one stuff, especially week one. If this wasn't week six, maybe I'd feel different about it and I'd be more aggressive. That's ah, week one. I didn't. And now it's going to cost me five times as much. And I'm mad about it, Craig. Are you believing the shark stuff? I would say that he's probably a flex wide receiver three type. But if if you started him against Tennessee and, and you were missing one of those guys on Philadelphia, I would say yes, it'd be fine for me. I'm probably going to leave him on the waiver wire, to be honest with you this week. I've just seen Jacksonville too, too often have these Marquise Lees and um, and the D.D. Westbrooks of the world. They've come in, but they don't have a great quarterback there. So uh, maybe the combination is there because Chark and Minshew work together in the preseason, you know, the twos and the threes. And that's kind of the way things work. But I'll leave him on the waiver wire. I think I can do better. But certainly, if somebody gets hurt and you have an injury on your team, that's a high recommendation for sure. All right, number six, TJ Hawkinson and Sammy Watkins just ghosting fantasy owners in week two after huge week ones. And this is my fear of both of these guys, which is the talent and the upside is there, but the floor, the floor is in question every week. And this is less of an issue. Your number one waiver wire pickup, Hawkinson. Good job. Well, I mean, I still don't think he's a bad play. Take your L, move on. You take your hell move on. Yeah, but I still think Hawkinson's useful. You got to be careful of the matchups. But I think it's more troubling for Watkins because Watkins has time here as the quote unquote number one. But I'll tell you, man, I, I don't look at this as something you can hang your hat on every week that Sammy Watkins is going to just have enormous games. It's, it might happen again this week. We'll find out. But all those people who ran to go get Sammy Watkins who did not have him or put him in when he was on the bench having that enormous game, as I'm sure he sat on a lot of benches week one, they're none too happy, and I can understand that. Number seven is Devontae Freeman. is 2.2 yards per carry. This is very troubling. I got a lot of Freeman, not going to lie. Got him everywhere. I'm hoping he still turns it around. People can tell me game script. They can tell me it hasn't gone his way, blah, blah, blah. It's put up or shut up this week, week three. It's got to happen. If it doesn't, even though I don't think any of those other guys are deserving, they're going to start creeping into the workload. So that concerns me. And I know you already hate Freeman, Craig. I know where you stand. I, I think you have a better shot of Hawkinson than of being good than Freeman being good. That's how well, I'm hoping against the Colts. He can make something happen. <laughs> That's how All bad right. I, uh, I, I, right. and, and he's Freeman's had a, a great career, but no, I think it's yeah. uh, all right. Number eight is the Packers offense can no longer support a second fantasy wide receiver. I just don't think they can. I think the game that plan sucks. Of, that sucks. Um, uh, this is what this is my maybe this is a hot take. This might be the hottest take of all of the things you I could hate. Be right. You could but be I right. Think I'm, I'm not right impressed with the first two weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm not impressed. I know MVS had a big catch in week one. I know Allison had a touchdown in week two, but neither of them feel very reliable. What feels reliable is Adams and Jones. Aaron Rodgers is reliable, but I feel like not exciting. And I think that's a weird place to be. Number nine is Baker Mayfield uh, hates Jarvis Landry. (laughs) I was really hoping that Odell would actually free up Jarvis Landry, but that's it. Nope. Baker Mayfield just wants to throw the ball deep to Odell Beckham and make big plays and make highlight reels. That's all he cares about. And last, but certainly not least, Cam Newton's babushka. I just can't handle it. I I just, I can't anymore. If he put as much preparation into game study as he did to what he's wearing in the press conference, the Panthers will be a playoff team, but alas, they're, they're not. It's, I think uh, Cam's taking a beating, and that's that's a shame. He deserves it. 
that, that it seems it. like his career is is on the on the steep decline at this point. And uh, you know, there was some there was somebody who reported out there. I don't know if it was a fake or a real report that it was like a, he wanted to take some personal time off or something like that after last week. Did you see that? I don't know if that's Cam true. Newton is get ready, boys and girls. Cam Newton is the poster child for this Pop Warner. You're the greatest athlete in the universe when you're a ten year old kid system he was a bonus baby as a kid he was a bonus baby in high school he was a bonus baby type guy through college he was told he was always the greatest and his pure athleticism always carried him to believe so because that's what happened then he got to the nfl and he had some early success but then he had one huge season and it blew up and he was riding the wave and then all of a sudden when he got punched in the mouth he's basically been never the same since after that super bowl he has never been the same guy uh, just from an attitude standpoint, from a from a in terms of a football standpoint, none of it. And I'm telling you right now, he cares more about the Cam Newton brand than he cares about playing football, and that's my issue with him. It's a shame because he had some really really good years, and it just it does look like it's it's at least winding down. Uh, I, I wouldn't worry so much about Landry. I think Landry's going to end up being okay. You know what happens, and it's similar to Hawkinson. What happens is. Uh, look, Beckham is is a player that is just hard to cover regardless of what the film is. But that's that, you know, teams will start to make some adjustments. They'll start doubling Beckham. Landry will be open. They'll be forced to throw to him. Yeah, NFL teams are smart. Coordinators that's are smart. That's what I thought. But so far, two weeks doesn't feel yeah, like give that. It, give it a little more time on that. And, I, you know, I'm not an owner of him at all. But I, I think Landry ends up getting his. He'll have some big games this year for sure. I'm not I'm not overly concerned with him. Um but yeah, some of these other points, I think that they're uh, they're definitely fair. I, I do think that of all the things, this, the strangest thing is the Vinatieri thing, because again, you have a really solid reporter on Sunday reporting that something could potentially happen on Monday, and then it's just like we kind of forgot about it. So I'm going to have to check the practice reports and see what ends up happening today uh, for sure. Uh, also, real quick, uh, something that we'll have to keep an eye on, Ian Rappaport earlier this morning, Joe, reported that uh, Jalen Ramsey is unlikely to be traded before tonight's game against the Titans. So uh, I would assume that, that, I mean, we'll find out in a little bit, but you think he plays tonight? Like kind of a weird yeah. situation, right? Oh, he's got one more day. I mean, tomorrow's game, so not tonight. It's only Wednesday. I know you want to fast forward to oh, how exciting yeah. Thursday night football is. I know I am too. I couldn't be more go. excited. <laughs> uh, but go. but Jalen Ramsey, um, I keep telling you, that I don't think he's going to get traded at all. I, th- I think you wait this one out if you're the Jaguars and you just try to – Get him to relax and get back in and tell him, look, just baby, come on. Come on, girl. Don't don't go. Don't go. Stay. And we're gonna make some changes around here. I promise. You convinced me. With baby, yeah. don't go. Come on, come on, girl. All right. We got the best of first hour coming up, and then we have a uh, second hour of fantasy sports today. We'll be back with more after this. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now, my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. 
I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea. Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. Really, the target of our discussion for weeks has been Antonio Brown, and there's no doubt that, as we just talked about in the previous segment, Joe, I'm a Josh Gordon owner in two different leagues, and now I don't know if I can even start him. I I, I will say this, Joe. I have a feeling Josh Gordon is going to blow up regardless of Antonio Brown. But I don't think it's an every week thing. I think it's a once in a while thing, which is not what you drafted at the beginning of the season. No, it's a spot where you have to really pay attention to the cornerback matchups. Now you have to play Josh Gordon like you're a DFS player. You have to go do the homework, figure out who's matching up with AB, who's matching up with Edelman in the slot, who's matching up where. And if there's a really weak third corner, then all of a sudden, you know, Gordon makes it. And, And here's the other thing, too, is if. If indeed you move up in terms of how much of the snap count goes Antonio Brown when they're in two wide receiver sets, it's going to be him and Edelman out there. So this is really there's a lot to to unpack here with the Josh Gordon value going forward. But of course, this could change in a moment if he ends up on the exempt list, as as you keep alluding to was going to happen at some point. We'll find out. But that's number one. It's Antonio Brown crushing Josh Gordon's value because in some early drafts, ha ha. 
I got Josh Gordon real late because I thought he was going to come back. And I thought that was why they didn't make a big move for a wide receiver. And I was right. And then a big wide receiver fell in their lap a couple weeks later. And I'm mad now. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today. Hour number two, if you're listening live or if you're listening on demand, this is FNTSY Radio 